Hi, I'm Linda, a motion coach and hypnotherapist who also loves a good sunrise yoga class, listening to the belly laughs of my baby boys, and hunting down the best vegan donuts. This podcast is for ambitious and high-performing women who want to feel fulfilled in all areas of their life. I'm here to give you practical tips and mindset shifts that will help you to put your self-love skills into action. Welcome. If you are a busy woman like me, then you may have been told from time to time that you should slow down, that you're taking on too much and have a lot on your plate. And you may even have those who really seem to love and care about you telling you that they would like you to ask for more help, that they'd like you to reach out for more support, and that you don't have to do it all yourself, right? All these things that we as busy women can hear quite a lot. Well, I want to just highlight today some of the reasons why you may have very valid concerns about actually following through with asking for help, maybe even feeling like you are too busy to ask for help, right? Um, So it's not all in your head. Um, There's a lot of reasons why we feel the way that we do, and why we can be really overwhelmed. And while it may seem like it makes sense that we would want to ask for people to support us, to stand in for us, or to delegate tasks, it's not always so easy, right? It's not as easy as that. So one of the first factors that's huge, right, it's kind of the air we're all breathing, the water we're all swimming in, is the fact that there are certain societal expectations for us as women, uh, whether you are um, a working single woman, or a woman who has a family and a job, or staying at home with your kids. There's a lot of expectation around the fact that we would be able to juggle all of these things by ourselves, or that we are just built to be able to handle all of those responsibilities and tasks. And to be able to juggle all those relationships, right? We have women are assumed to be very relational, and they can do it all right, they can maintain it all. And so those expectations can make it hard for us to say, actually, I can't, <laughs> because we we drink the water too. So we think that, yeah, I'm fine. I, of course, I can handle this. It's we're good, right? Um, and of course, along with that expectation um, of just sort of like general society of both, you know, like our gender and whatever else we have going on. Um, there's that pressure to then not seem weak or not seem like a, a failed woman, because we can't seem to get it all together. And then along with that, um, very much attached to that is this uh, tendency towards perfectionism that a lot of us have, right, that's tendency towards perfectionism and self reliance. And um, I do find that that is much more um, heavily ascribed, right to women than men. Well, it's not that men can't struggle with that, too. Um, and certainly self reliance, um, you know, here in America, self reliance is a really strong value. And the idea that you can like do it on your own, you know, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. And that really does trickle down to us as women too, in our individual roles in our lives that we are expected to be able to do everything well. Um, black women can have this in particular with that sort of superwoman, you know, myth <laughs> that we, we can just kind of be, um, really, um, sexy. We can be really strong. We can, um, shoulder all the burdens, right? And so th- there's a way in which that even gets further warped, um, for black women. 
So it's hard when you feel like you may not uh, meet your own standards, let alone other people's standards. And then, of course, for women, we often don't want to burden others. Uh, I know that I can really um, be caught up in this, and I've learned to catch myself, and I find myself thinking those thoughts because I'm like, that's not true. Um, but we can really be afraid that we're going to burden someone else if we ask for help, right? If we're constantly like asking for help with the kids, I have two young boys and um, I can feel like, oh, I don't know, like, I don't want to inconvenience. And it's like, well, you know, our, my, our family's happy to spend time with our boys, right? But we can get these messages in our head, like, oh, well, it's going to be a burden if I ask them to um, you know, pick this up for me from the store if they can, or it's going to be a burden if I ask them to bring over like half the meal if they're coming over for dinner, like I should just be able to make it all right. And so we can really um, feel forced to not be an inconvenience in our relationships. And that's right, there's a lot of myth and lies that are going on with those beliefs. Because the truth is that when we care for people, we want to help them, right? The same way that we want to help other people when they're going through something or they need some extra help. People want to be able to do that for us. And so we're really kind of robbing them of the opportunity to show up for us when we give into those lies and those false ideas, right? Um, that we're going to be an inconvenience somehow if we reach out for help uh, with, you know, these tasks or responsibilities, and then, of course, you have the ever-present, you know, fear of being judged around any kind of like mental health or even physical health limitations that, again, that we'd be seen as weak, as seen as failed women. Um, if we are having struggles with, you know, um, managing it all in our lives because of particular health struggles. And of course, even in our very woke day and age, um, you know, mental health struggles are still not really seen with the same seriousness as physical health struggles, even though there's way more overlap than there is difference. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But right, like we can have that fear that we're going to be judged misperceived, um, looked down on if it's actually, you know, due to a struggle of that kind, that's making it hard for us to carry out those tasks. Because again, that's failing sort of like society's expectation of us. And this one's going to sound kind of funny, but, (laughs) but if you're like me, you're going to be able to relate. Sometimes we just have too many time constraints and we're just too busy to figure out how to delegate, right? Because even delegating, even figuring out how to automate, you know, help or things like that, all that stuff still requires you to sit down at some point and plan it out. It still requires you to sit down at some point and and pause and actually set up those systems. It's not like you just think, oh, okay, I'm going to delegate that and then it's done. No, you have to (laughs) figure out like, okay, who do I trust? Who has capacity? Who has willingness? Um, let me ask a couple people and see what the response is, you know, okay, let me experiment and see how that went. And then like, recalibrate if I need to. So it still does actually take some time to set up the help in the first place. And so if you're feeling really busy and overwhelmed, well, it's going to be a challenge, right? So that also can be a factor that plays into why you feel like I'm even I'm too overwhelmed to even start thinking about how to be less overwhelmed. Um, and then of course, in some cultures, it's actually seen it's it is actually kind of looked down on in general to um, reach out for support or to say like, Oh, I can't manage this. Can you help me? It doesn't mean that you won't get the help. But sometimes I know for West African cultures, 
Caribbean, um, sometimes on uh, Latina, you know, like there's an expectation that you should just be able to handle it. Um, certain, uh, most Asian cultures, if you're struggling because of like mental health or, you know, difficulties like that, um, you, you're likely to be seen as weak. Um, like there's something just personally wrong with you. Um, and so that can be also a barrier for us wanting to reach out in that way because nobody wants to be seen like that. We all want to be included. We all want to feel like we belong. So that can really be a hindrance um, when it comes to getting support or delegating. Um, and so the thing is that <laughs> I hope I'm talking about this, right? Because it's so important that we actually do. It's important that we challenge our own misperceptions and um, that we get over some of the fears that are very valid, right? Sometimes we're like, I don't want someone to take over or help me with that task because I might take it over or they may say that they're okay with it, but they might be silently judging me and that comes out later. Or I hear them talking about me to somebody else, you know, on the other side of it. And these are valid things that can happen. Um, and there are ways to control for that, right? There's ways to like experiment with the process and then get more clear about who your people really are that can show up for you in this way. And even making space for that with your mindset, like shifting in your mindset that actually it's a strength that you're just admitting what no one else is willing to admit that these expectations are impossible to achieve, right? So I want you to consider um, some of those aspects of why it's so difficult just to give yourself some more grace, give yourself some more patience and understanding. It's not that there's something wrong with you or that you're just, um, you know, being difficult, or you're just being, um, you know, ineffective or, you know, whatever it is, there's a lot of pressures that we face that make it a challenge to do that. And that's why so many people feel isolated and overwhelmed, but you don't have to be that anymore. <laughs> okay. So there's ways to manage um, to come out of that, come out of that cycle and to create a different experience for yourself. And I will come back with a part two that focuses more on some of the ways that you can begin to create that for yourself. Okay. And of course, as always, you can check out my course. It goes into all of these things for busy, overwhelmed women, because that's who I love to help. <laughs> I don't think you have to live like that. So um, be sure to check out the links below. Um, and I will see you next time. You hung with me to the end, my Shiro. If you benefited from this episode, please say thanks by leaving a wonderful review. It helps me know what's helping you the most and allows more like-minded women to find and learn from this podcast. We don't want to keep all the good stuff for ourselves. See you next time.